Hi there, I'm Liz Waweru, a getaway planner who also just happens to be a marriage builder. <laughs> what does this mean? I create content such as this podcast called Fun and Away Together, as well as organize fun, fun, fun events, activities, and getaways for married couples to bust the myth that marriage kills all the fun and romance between a couple. On this weekly podcast, I talk to people from various professions, backgrounds, and walks of life about all things marriage and family. In a nutshell, if it builds up a marriage, I'm going to talk about it. I release it every Monday and invite you to subscribe and join the Fun and the Way Together movement. Okay, let's get down to today's episode. Episode 93. This past weekend, I was at a bridal shower where I had been invited to speak. It was an honor to do so and with great enthusiasm, set out to do it. At the end of the talk, a lady asked, it's great that we, the ladies, are taught about doing all these things for our husbands. But what about us? What about me? Does the guy I'm getting married to get to have such a forum where someone also speaks to them? Because it rarely happens. And it's true that it can seem a bit like a one-sided affair. But the reality is that marriage is about service, I explained. It can't be about matching your efforts based on doing what the other person is doing. If done in such a manner, it simply ends up being like a game with points based on who has scored the most or the least. And that can simply not work. Granted, you will have moments when you don't act in a way that pleases your spouse and offends them. Or you omit doing something and the list is endless about things that can cause offense to your spouse. Think of it this way. In order to withdraw from a bank account, you will need to have made deposits to begin with. The things you do to serve your spouse is all about deposits into their account. And when those moments come, when withdrawals are done, you have something left over in the account. As a wife, the reality is that you may not always be up to serving your husband as he would like. A baby has just been born. You're having a stressful time in your life, like death of a loved one, a busy time at the office, and so much more. Moments that can strain your marriage. In such moments, the deposits, so to speak, that you will have made will be instrumental in keeping your spouse's love tank full, so to speak. It's always a good idea or encouraged to understand your partner's main love language. Is it words of affirmation that they like being told good things? That you appreciate the way they look? That you appreciate them for what they do in the home, for example? One lady even told us that because she knows she appreciates when she's told about her nails looking nice, that she told her partner 
to actually exclaim wow when she shows him her nails after she has had them done. It may not be a big deal for him, but for her she said, I love it when my nails look good and I love it when my partner says it. So clearly, words of affirmation are a big deal for her. Is it acts of service? Do they like when you do things for them? They appreciate maybe when you make a cup of tea for them, take their car for service? Or could it be physical touch? They enjoy non-sexual touch, like hugs, holding hands, cuddles, massages. Or it could be that they appreciate gifts. Maybe they like it when you buy them something because it shows that you are thinking about them in a thoughtful manner. Or it could be they appreciate when you spend time with them because this is their love language. You set out time away with them. Even if it's just say 15 minutes a day each day, talking to them or listening to just how their day went. All these different ways of loving fill up our spouse's love tank or bank account, so to speak. Find out what your partner's love language is and speak it daily because this is going to fill up their emotional tank. As one of the ladies said, you need to understand that your spouse has goodwill. They are not a villain out to destroy you. Yes, it seems like you're doing a lot to keep up the relationship afloat. But they too will reciprocate because of their goodwill. This obviously comes to the next point. Have you gotten married to a person committed to you and your marriage? In the coming episode, I will be speaking to Victor Salamba, a relationship coach, about some of the things that could hamper your judgment in choice of a spouse, and especially in today's world where women have become more empowered and so the finances or the angle about a man being financially stable may not always top the list of requirements for a husband as it did in the past. So going back to the question, what about me? Will I remain forgotten and unloved as I do all the giving? A person of goodwill will reciprocate and they too will do their bit of loving and serving you. That's just how two human beings who love and care for each other act towards one another. This too was brought up by another lady at the bridal shower. Such wisdom was shared by the friends and family of this bride-to-be. It is worthwhile to note that not always will you have a couple's relationship running smoothly where one spouse or partner is doing their bit and the other is reciprocating. You may have one where it's one-sided or one spouse feels that things are just not working. Please remember that counseling can also be an option. This will allow the couple to have somebody who can have an objective view as to how they can approach their relationship and enable them to work at it in a way that is beneficial or rewarding to the both of them. So don't feel like you need to struggle on your own. 
you can always seek help. And I was so glad that the bride-to-be said that. This is something that is worthwhile considering should a relationship reach such a stage. That's all for today. Thank you as always for taking the time to listen. I look forward to having you back next week on Monday when I sit down with Victor Salamba and we look at what is or what are some of the things that we could be doing as single ladies and gents as well. What are some of the things, and especially in the area of purity before marriage, how does that affect the marriage itself when you actually do get married after that? I also invite you to like our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all under fun and away together. And subscribe if you haven't already done so to this podcast. I look forward to having you here back next week on Monday. In the meantime, whatever you do together, keep it fun.